years ago today, George Floyd was killed by police in Minneapolis. In the days and weeks after, protesters took to the streets around the country, including in Boston. At the time, Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healey said changes were needed. It is particularly powerful in this moment that all of us in law enforcement recognize the the cry for help, attention, and change. We want to take a moment now to look at some of the changes. WBOR's Deborah Becker joins us to do that. Good morning, Deb. Good morning. Perhaps the biggest reform in the past two years, I think, was the creation of something called POST, the Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission. Can you tell us about it? Well, the commission has nine members, including police, attorneys, advocates, and mental health professionals. Uh, It will certify all police officers or potentially decertify officers if it determines that misconduct might warrant that. Now, the commission is reviewing draft regulations on myriad issues that might come up during certification. During a meeting last week, one commissioner, Boston Police Patrolman's Association President Larry Calderon, questioned whether an officer officer could be denied certification because of misconduct charges that were already adjudicated or resolved. If an officer is accused of something and is exonerated, they should never get in front of the commission to begin with. And the commission's general counsel said that Post does in fact have the authority to render the ultimate decision on officer certification. The commission's also creating a public database of complaints against officers, but the start of that has been delayed for a few weeks. Another delay could come from two lawsuits that have been filed by police union members. One charges open meeting law violations. The other takes issue with a questionnaire that all officers have to submit by this summer. Hmm. What do law enforcement leaders say about that? Well, right now they're completing the documentation. But Lawrence Police Chief Roy Vask, who's vice president of the Massachusetts Major Cities Chiefs of Police, says that the questionnaires specifically are controversial. He says they've caused pain in this process. They ask about things such as an officer's background, social media posts, and whether a chief feels that an officer is fit to be recertified. And Vask says some of those questions are subjective. Some of the terms are very broad, and I think that's what's caused the most angst among not only the unions, but the chiefs as well. Does it make a difference? I think so. It's putting out, you know, everything out there for the public to see, and I think that they'll find, or the hope is that they'll find, the majority of the police officers in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts are doing a great job. There were also local reform efforts in Boston. What are the status of those? Well, uh, in 2020, uh, as you said, the then-Boston Mayor Marty Walsh formed an 11-member police reform task force, and it issued a series of recommendations. Those included creating an independent watchdog agency that has subpoena powers to review complaints against police. Uh, It's reviewed only a handful of cases so far, and task force member Boston activist Jamal Crawford says implementing reforms in the city has been slow. Police reform was first and foremost on a lot of people's minds. It was the cause de celeb, right? But now I think that some of that enthusiasm and fervor has waned. So reform is just not as prominent as it once was. Crawford does say, though, that there's been a lot of transition in Boston with a relatively new mayor and the search continuing for a new police commissioner. But it does sound like there's some frustration there. Has momentum been affected on the state level? 
Most of the people I spoke with say the protests after George Floyd's killing started a conversation, and now the work is taking place, and that's just quieter. Uh, State Senator Will Brownsberger said what's happened here is that a process has been set in motion to improve policing with the Post Commission. Within a period of a few years, as they, you know, they straighten out all the, the confusions and the questions and start to really do their job, they're going to follow through. Brownsberger did say it's still an open question, though, whether police officers should be responding to all the situations that they're now required to and whether mental health clinicians maybe or or others might be more appropriate. So it seems like overall reforms are rolling out, but in some cases really slowly. Yes. uh, And some say what's really important is that conversations continue. The Reverend Willie Bodrick, who's pastor at the 12th Baptist Church in Roxbury, says he is hopeful. We need to to really engage to make sure that we find a pathway forward um, to ensure that we are addressing all the issues so that we have a clear understanding of what what does accountability look like, what does transparency look like. And Bodrick says work is still needed on what he calls quote, the great brokenness between law enforcement and communities. WB Wars, Deborah Becker, thank you so much for this. You're welcome.